Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. Hey guys, Kyle here, Off-Road Power Products. I've got my colleague, Mr. Radio, a.k.a. Craig. Hey Kyle, how's it with going? Us. Good, good. Good to see you back on the podcast. Glad to be here. As always, you guys can tune in and listen to these fantastic overlanding, off-roadering podcasts on any of your podcast preference, preferential choice. Almost got it. Yeah. Any iTunes. Of all of them. Spotify, Google Play, Search SoundCloud. For but you can also check us out via video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And uh, before we dive in, if you guys haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, go check that out because we got all sorts of cool things on there. Our builds, uh, Cooper does a lot of cool stuff on um, a lot of the big major builds we're doing. We've got some Kyle's Corner videos. We're going to mm -hmm. start some Tech Tuesday videos. Go. We've got all sorts of knowledge, knowledgeable information and tech stuff and just cool stuff on our youtube channel so make sure you guys go check that out um on today's episode we are going to cover overlanding budget camping so this is what yeah so okay so prior to this episode i went to radio here and i said look you got fifteen hundred dollars all right build a campsite build your <laughs> ultimate campsite so that's what we're gonna do and we're gonna turn this into a series we're gonna do probably i don't know fifteen hundred dollar uh, camp set up. We're going to do maybe a $5,000 camp set up, a $10,000 camp set up. So, um, it, as you know, overlanding, it's blown up. It's getting everywhere. People are getting into it. It's mm -hmm. also even kind of creeping into the UTV world. Yeah. Um, I mean, Cooper just did that BDR trip, which was, if I, if I remember, 1, like 14, 1500 miles. 1,407 is what I'm being told, <laughs> all out of his Can-Am X3. Right. Slept, Insane. ate, everything yeah. out, of, out of that. So, 
we're going to jump on this this overland train and right. we're going to do um kind of a build of all the products that we sell that we believe in that we've used that mm-hmm. we think is tried and true and <laughs> we're going to start on the bottom so end. so before before i before we dive into this i will say this i'm more of a go big or go home guy it's like let's get this i love it and radio i know you you are a you're a budget shopper a yep. deal finder I am uh, i'm cheap. gonna get the most bang <laughs> for my buck so my list over here is is probably i don't know 10 items and i think yours might be double my items Half um but so we, we kind of broke this down into three categories. And the idea behind this is whether you got a car, a SUV, a truck, a semi, I don't care what you're driving. If you want to do some overlanding and you want to camp out of your vehicle, you can do it very affordable to kind of get your feet wet and see right. if it's even something that you want to do. Obviously, depending on what vehicle you have is going to be determined on where you can get to because... You know, there's some places you just can't get to in a yeah. Subaru, um, but that's not what that's, that's not what overlanding is about. Exactly. Y- you know, overlanding all comes down to camping out of your vehicle, and in my opinion, it's if there's no comfort, if it's not efficient, if it's not comfortable, it's not fun. It's one so, way to look at it. We are going to dive into this, and we are going to go through these three categories that we've broken it down into. We have we've broken it into a sleeping category. Because obviously that's that's crucial. Everybody there's, does it. There's no there's no worse feeling than going to sleep at night when you're camping and sleeping for an hour and spending nine hours tossing and turning. Right. So we got sleeping category. We've got a kitchen category, which is going to cover you know how you're going to cook your food, how you're going to eat your food, stuff like that, okay. and then comforts, which covers everything from you know camp chairs to um, well, basically all the other stuff you're doing while you're parked. All, all the other stuff. You yeah. know, just those other things that just make you comfortable knowing that you either have a backup plan or, or something like that. Right. So right out of the gate, most important for me, we're going to talk sleeping. Okay. Um, you start. What do you have? Me start. What, what so, makes you comfortable? Granted, we have a $1,500 budget. I, I will say right out of the gate, I I. I blew my budget by you $115. (laughs) That's right. I blew mine by (laughs) $2.93. I've got way less items here. So um, for sleeping for me, again, this is geared towards somebody who just wants to get their feet wet and overlanding. So I'm going to go with, I got a lot of Oz 10 on here just because they make great products Mm -hmm. and we have them in stock. So check out offroadpowerproducts.com. Oz 10 XL Jet Tent Bunker. Mm, So this guy is super rad. rad. Um, collapses into its own bag. And for those of you that have no idea what it is, it's a tent cot. So imagine a cot. Everybody knows what a cot is, mm-hmm. but it's got a built-in tent around it. So the way I like to describe it, and I also did a Kyle's Corner on this. So go to our YouTube. You can check it out. I did a full full detailed overview on this. It's essentially like a single man's version of a ground rooftop tent. Right. Right? Cause yeah, the, exactly. Because you, you unfold this cot, and as you unfold the cot, the tent pops up, and, and you have shelter, and you have a cot to sleep on. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, they've got a crazy amount of room. Right. I okay. mean, it's almost a twin bed. It's it's pretty big. Yeah. You, you couldn't sleep two people in there, so if you if, don't call us and be like, hey, <laughs> can I get two people? No, you, it's a, it's definitely a one-person <laughs> thing. But the cost of my Oz Tent XL tent cot is four hundred forty nine dollars and ten cents. Man, one third your budget. So that <laughs> that's <laughs> sleeping good. But th- here's what's cool about this: 
is, and I know you've got a whole nother perspective on oh, yeah. it, but my perspective is you pitch it, it takes 10, 10 seconds to set up mm-hmm. and you've got shelter, you've got a nice comfortable sleeping, right. you're off the ground, mm-hmm. um, it's awesome. Yeah. In my opinion, it's it's a go-to. You can throw it in the back of your Subaru. You can throw it in the back of your Jeep, your truck. It's got a collapsible. It comes in a bag. So that's my my sleeping arrangements is going to be the tent cot. Gotcha. Well, and that's also great. You get into camp late at night. You're tired. It, you or you can't see. You throw it quick. out and you yeah. just go back. And, and it's really slick setup. It's an awesome. And, again, these prices are based on right now. If you see this two years from when it airs, I can't guarantee you these prices <laughs> will be the same. So, but it's so, a concept. So that's my that's my base sleeping. Okay. What else you got on there? So when I climb in, again, sleeping's important to me. I'm gonna spend $125.99 on a self inflating Oz tent mattress. Cushy. That fits perfectly inside the tent cot. So although the tent cot has supports and you can sleep on it without a mattress. Mm-hmm. Again, it just goes back to the, a good night's sleep when you're in the middle of nowhere camping. Is There's nothing better than waking up refreshed and absolutely unzipping that tent, looking at the river. So I've got the self-inflating mattress. Okay. And to keep me warm, I've got the Oztent Rivergum XL sleeping bag. That's quite the setup. I picked, I know. I spent, uh, which is, again, $125.99. <laughs> so I've, I've spent... A, good majority of my budget just on sleeping but i got other cool stuff on here yeah um but yeah you've got the the exposure to elements won't be an issue whether it's Mm -hmm. raining snowing windy you're covered you're sealed you're inside the tent cot you've got the mattress for not only did i pick the mattress just for the added cushion but you're off the ground right right so you don't have the ground as sort of an insulation so adding something like a self-inflating mattress on a tent cot or a hammock or whoever, whatever you may be doing. It just, makes a difference. It does. It makes a huge difference to warmth. Um, so that's why I also chose the self-inflating mattress. And then the XL sleeping bag, I just love it. Um, it's got, it's really spacious. So it's not, I, I've tried the mummy bags. I'm not a mummy bag guy. I don't know how those climbers and guys do it. I, I can't sleep like this. You, you almost have to train to use them. You really do. And so... The thing I like about the XL sleeping bag, it's spacious. You mm-hmm. can move around. You can toss and turn, um, but you can also st- you stay extremely warm. And and, right. and all those three things, they do take up quite a bit of room because they are all heavy-duty, high-quality, mm-hmm. good material stuff. But that's how I'm going to sleep. I got the tent bunk, the tent cot, the river gum sleeping bag, and the self-inflating mattress. Your sleeping bag, the thing I like about it the most is that it's almost seven foot long. Yeah, it's big. So at night, you throw your clothes in at the end of it and you keep your feet warm or put a yep. hot water bottle in there. Or if you're a giant like Cooper. Right. <laughs> Room for activities. Like, yeah, so I, I'm not It's very, super flexible. Size has never been, length has never been an issue for me <laughs> as far as, you know, sleeping bags or tents or, you know, any of that stuff. So, um, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's a big sleeping bag, which... Like you said, you can throw a whole bunch of stuff in there, keep you warm. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Nice. So that's my that's my sleeping setup. Only I've only got three items. Well, that's not too bad. No. But but you covered everything. I think so. Yeah. I think I think I did a good job. And so yeah. you're looking at I don't know what is that. I'll, the total of all my stuff I'll say at the end. But you're looking at four fifty for 
the tent cot 125 plus 125 you're so 250 700 bucks for um a solid sleeping setup right uh that you can throw in the back of any rig exactly and be, or utv for that matter or, or car totally yeah. yep what do you what do you got what well, how are you sleeping I sleep much differently than you. I am not a man of creature comforts. <laughs> I am a man of utilitarianism. Oh, so, yes. Um, but the big thing for me is with overlanding, I like to go out to f- far gone places. Sure. So I, I don't need to take the hardest path there. I just want to be away from everybody. Yeah. And sometimes you just get in areas to where you don't have level ground to set up your tent cot or to level out your rooftop tent. Yep. So, but we're in the Pacific Northwest. We have trees galore. It's not a problem up here, so I'm a hammock camper. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit different. Fair enough. So I've got an Eno double nest, so you've got some room to maneuver um, in case you want to bundle up or whatnot. Yep. Um, but also it's just a little bit more you, – you can close yourself within it to protect yourself a little bit more from any wind that comes through. Yeah. So, But with that, I also have a uh, ProFly XL rain tarp for it. Those are rad. Yeah. So it rains. It happens. It, it, there's dew in the morning. You don't yep. want all that stuff dripping down on you, uh, soaking your clothes, your sleeping bag, well, whatever you've got. From a hammock up. standpoint, the pitch on the trees yep. dripping down on you in the middle of the night. That sucks. It does. So. Yeah. And so for those that don't know what the, the pro tarp rainfly is, essentially you, you pitch your hammock. Yep. Tied between two trees. You run a line across the top of your hammock. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially like a little, small, little A-frame. Exactly. Yeah. But instead of a small A-frame, it's 12 foot by 12 foot. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's actually of quite the shelter, if you will. So yeah. if you need to duck in out of the rain and you don't want to hop back in your vehicle, you've got a place where you can relax and enjoy the sounds of nature or whatnot and not be so worried about everything getting drenched. Totally. So you've got, a, you've got the ability to move around and have some space and maybe not feel so claustrophobic. But the trade-off is, you know, you don't have walls and a mattress and things of that nature. So Sure. Um, and then just other accessories to go with that. Um, you know, you, you've got to have good straps. The worst thing with hammock camping is waking up on the ground. <laughs> Everybody has a story. Everybody's done it. It's, um, it's like an Quality straps are key. And uh, the Atlas straps, um, they've never failed me. Yeah. I've tried rope. I've tried ratchet straps. And they've all failed at some Work point in some manner ways loose yeah my atlas yeah. straps never have yeah so and those are that's another eno product it is yeah. yeah so and they're super inexpensive 40 bucks um you know the double nest is only 70 bucks and the fly is 100 bucks that's all you're sleeping in and then tarp stakes just to round it out there to be thorough uh 12 bucks so for under 200 dollars, i have an entire sleeping setup and, and the the cool thing I like about your sleeping setup is going back to the minimalistic type, and, and I think that's that's pretty similar to what Cooper used actually on his last BDR trip. Mm-hmm. Is you can fit all that almost in a glove box. Oh yeah, I mean it's you, it never you, has to leave the vehicle. You, compared to the setup I have, um, yeah, it is very small. I, I mean the the Eno bag, it's the the double nest hammock itself collapses into what like a five inch by four inch oh, yeah. bag if that it's like the size of a softball yeah so that i i do like that that's awesome just even to have in your rig you ever just, just a backup yeah as a backup or you right. drive around you're like oh maybe i'll just pitch camp here for the night right but yeah that's it you made a good point too you know as far as level ground and stuff there's 
a lot of cool places that I've gone to either U- UTV or hiking um, where I'm like, oh man, it would be so cool to sleep here, but I'm not going to haul my gear all the way up here. Right. Something like that you can throw in your backpack and, and pitch where That's you right. want. That's rad. Yeah, I, the, I, the I only like downside to this setup that I, that I really see, um, there's no sleeping bag in there. Get for, for the sake of this, we're assuming fair weather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So sure. Um, but the, I would recommend, though, I, I've back to the, the reason I did the self-inflating mattress. And I don't know if those work in the, ah, the double. You're going to call me out on it. <laughs> no. Well, that's the only complaint I've ever heard from people who genuinely enjoy sleeping in the hammocks mm-hmm. is, a man, I wish butt. I had, you know, a blanket underneath me or yep. a mattress underneath me. So yeah. um, that, that's the only two cents I would have. I mean, it? you can get deep into the hammock world and spend oh, yeah. There's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Sure. But this is, you know, a foot in the It's door. a great setup. It's yeah. just if, if you, you like You're it. not going to need that up here when it's summertime and it's the low of 72 at night. No. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be good. Okay. So we got sleeping covered. All right. Clearly, I'm already ahead of budget <laughs> than you are. Um, I'm going to Camp Kitchen. This is where I shine the most. Um, because I just enjoy cooking. I do a lot of cooking for here um, at work, and I have the 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 comfort and convenience of a giant Traeger mm-hmm. here. But obviously, I'm not going to take that camping. So <laughs> I think you guys already know the. If, if you know me, you already know the answer to my my camp kitchen. Uh, right out of the gate, Timbo Tusk. Nice. And for the sake of that we're on a budget here and I'm trying to stay below that budget, I'm going to go with the Adventure Scottle, which is a smaller disc. I believe the Adventure Scottle is 12 inches right. instead of an 18-inch disc. Correct. So it's a little bit smaller disc. Um, it's got much shorter legs. I, I, you know the height of the legs on the I Adventure Scottle? I believe they're only 12-inch legs. Yeah, so it's, it's so a it's small It's tabletop version. It, it, it's really made to either, yeah, put on a tabletop, put on a tailgate, or sit in your camping chair. Right and um, cook with it while you're just sitting in your chair. But here's what I love about the Timbo Tusk Adventure Scottle is you can cook anything on it. Mm -hmm. And I say that, somebody's going to find a recipe. (laughs) You can't do this. I might find a way. Just go ahead and test me. But, I mean, you can do steaks. You can do fish. You can do pastas. You can do stir fries. You Mm -hmm. can do breakfast scrambles. You can do all sorts of different things. Grilled cheese. I made an awesome grilled cheese for my son on there one day for lunch. Um, you can do so many cool recipes on the Timbo Tusk, which I think goes back to convenience and comfort of camping. Not only is sleeping important, but eating good food is also important. Absolutely. And there's nothing worse than just, you know, you crack open a can of Rob, or not Rob, but cold beans and eat it out of the can. Mm. Some people do that, or an MRE. Like, that's really not my kind of camping like i want a solid good meal if i'm out there in the middle of nowhere and Mm -hmm. and it's almost that much more enjoyable having a home style cooked meal sure when you're in the middle of camping and to go along with my camp kitchen setup is one of my personal favorites that i've recently discovered is the front runner camp kitchen utensil set yes that thing is so rad. Bang for the buck, it gets no better than that. Thing. It doesn't. And I, again, I did another Kyle's Corner episode on this where I covered all the cool features, what's included, everything. So check out the YouTube on that. But the front runner camp utensil set, um, it rolls up into this very small, convenient bag. It's got a cutting board. It's got steak knives. It's got butter knives. It's got knives. It's got spoons. It's got forks. Forks. It's got um, bottle, a opener. bottle opener. Yeah. It's got a wine opener. For it's four got, people. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a four-person, anything-you-can-need utensil set, even down to, like, a bread knife and a solid, long, like, butcher knife. Right. Um, 
that's my go-to. So my cost on my camp kitchen, you're looking at $320 for the adventure scottle, which again is the smaller scottle. It doesn't come with a ba- it does come with a bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a nice convenient little bag along with the front runner utensil kit is 60 bucks. So I'm looking at uh, 380 bucks for my uh, camp kitchen setup. Well, there you go. Which I can cook pretty oh, it's got spatula in there that I oh, love yeah, yeah. too. So mm-hmm. I never have to worry about a spatula or a serving spoon. It's got all that stuff in there. Yeah. So you literally have everything. Uh, I bring the Timbo Tusk and my front runner utensil set, and I can cook whatever I need to cook. Sure. That's 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 Super my kitchen. Super prepared. Two things, and my kitchen's done. Man, your camp's very cushy. But it's probably really <laughs> over budget. <laughs> Back to the fact that I already went over budget. But again, these these so, are things you, you buy once, cry once. D- totally. You, you have this stuff forever, yeah. and it's not junk gear. You know? No, it's not. So you're, you're going to have this, and it'll last you a lifetime as so long as you treat it well. Yes. Um, that's the other thing. Real quick, before I, before we move on to your kitchen, that's the other thing I love about Scottle. It comes pre-seasoned, yes. ready to go. So the day it shows up at your door, you can put it in your car, go camping, and use it that night. You don't have to season it. Yeah. You don't have to put it in your oven and put oil on it nope. and do all that other cast iron ready stuff. To rock. It is ready to go out of the box, which is rad. Props to you guys at Timbo Test, Jerry. You guys did an awesome job with all the stuff you guys have and another little side note there's tons of accessories for them yeah absolutely. lids steam trays mm-hmm. wind guards all sorts of stuff try so, it out anyways that's my camp kitchen what you got very cool all right uh again completely different route <laughs> <laughs> i figured it would be uh it was still kind of in that minimalist setup um something small and portable um so then that way you can go pretty much anywhere okay so, um i like where you're going with this uh all camp vector stove and xts pot so you got okay. your ISO butane canister, canister, and a little stove on top of it, and you've got your pot, and so you can boil water, you can heat up your beans, so you're not having cold ones. Um, cook on top of it, put a small frying pan. You've got some options. Uh, it's a similar style burner to what you have on your Timbo Tusk, not quite as big, but again, I'm not trying to heat up a 12 inch disc. Yeah, you've got a smaller <laughs> pot, so it's got the flexibility. You know, it's not too much bigger than this. Yeah. Um, like throw it in my bag so and all that stuff nests inside of it so it literally is just about this big and i can go i can go cook next to the lake i can hype on top of a mountain and have beans and franks up there if i want lightweight portable yep okay so um to go along with that uh a ust packware mess kit so i've got my dishes I've got a cutting there board. Go. I've got my silverware. I've got some uh, a bowl, a cup. So whatever I cook up, I can. Are those the there. collapsible ones? No, those, that's not the collapsible one. That, that's the flexware kit. Oh, okay. This one, um, it's a container about the size of like oh, the VHS tape. Oh, and it all, all kind of packs into itself. And all okay. kind of yeah, those Russian cool. dolls into itself. Yep, so, gotcha. Um, with that, uh, a Space Saver uh, metal cup, because it's always good to have a metal cup. Yes. Um, to light it all, TechFire electric lighter. Okay. I like this one because it's electric. It's not gas. So if you've got a Bic lighter and it's cold outside... Um, if you've ever tried to light it under 32 degrees, it doesn't light until you put it in your hand and warm it up. Is this the one that looks like a taser? Yes. Okay. It's we, battery powered. We had an employee here. He no longer, he moved on to the army. So, yeah. I mean, absolutely respect and appreciate our military. So, but we did have a young, a young, young sales tech here that, um, I think our sales guys convinced him to put his finger in that at mm. one point. And cause we're like, it out? looks just like a taser. Guys, it's not designed to be a taser. Don't no. do it. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> but yeah, no, those are cool. And they're like, 
It's a plasma lighter. Yeah. It's a they, bolt of lightning they in your hand. It will awesome. It'll get you. I like that. So that's your kitchen? No, but there's wait, there's more. more. Okay. So See? I've got a I've got a Camprite quick setup table. It's a aluminum table, sets up, it's like four foot long. So I can have some prep area, or if I'm done uh, doing uh, dinner activities, I can set up uh, a book or electronics or my laptop or, or a board game, whatever. Gotcha. It's a table. Yep. And it's only like 76 bucks for an aluminum table. That's sweet. Love it. Um, water. Front runner water jerry can with the tap on it. Yeah. Five gallons of water wherever I want it with a tap. That's Can't a beat it. really That's a really slick setup that front runner has is Mm -hmm. that jerry can with a tap on it because most people that are carrying jerry cans that i know and i spend almost every every fall at uh, elk camp or or deer camp and every jerry can i see is they're dumping it into the side of something or i mean it's not on tap that the tap they designed for that Mm -hmm. is perfect yep it's all fits within the footprint you're not going to ding it and you can upgrade it too there's additional accessories for whatever you want to do with it but the foundation of it it's five gallons of water and it's not one of these big blue jugs that don't fit anywhere and yeah. roll around in the bed of your truck you just put in a jerry can mount strap it down you're protected okay anything else on your camp kitchen all right yeah i got a water filter because again i'm out in the middle of nowhere aquamara red filter do it right don't get sick out in the woods that sucks and last but not least the vessel flask because <laughs> enjoy your time around the campfire come on now all right fair enough <laughs> i like that i like that good touch so all that together, I'm in around 350 340 bucks. Okay. All said and done. All right. Well, let's move on to comfort. All right. Okay. So before we move on to comfort, I'm going to say one more thing because I have something miscategorized. That's my fault. Uh-oh. And as soon as you mentioned your aluminum table, I was like, oh, man, oops. So <laughs> obviously a table is always a great thing to have. So I've got um, back to Camp Kitchen. I need to add a $139.95 item. Uh-oh. And that is the original Tailgater tire table. Again. I'll, I'll allow that. That's that's a good upgrade. Another Kyle's Corner. If yep. you want to see more about it, go to YouTube. <laughs> go to Kyle's Corner and check it out. Go to any of our YouTube videos and check them out. But um, this is actually a really cool thing. We ran into them at a local um, overlanding show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you were there, Northwest yeah. Overland Rally. Oh, that's a good one. And they were actually the vendor right next to us, and we were like, "Holy cow, we got to get set up with you guys. This is super cool." Um, but it's essentially this tail or this table that mounts to almost any size tire. I think it goes down to a 16 inch tire, all the way up to a 42 inch tire right. is what it's been tested on. And essentially, it clamps to the side of your table, or sorry, the side of your tire. So whether it's a trailer tire, a uh, boat trailer tire, uh, your truck tire, your SUV tire, your Subaru tire, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. It just clamps right onto it. It's nice and sturdy. It can hold, I believe, if I remember correctly, 75 pounds. Quite a um, bit. And it's just nice, portable. It's got a fold-down leg, too. It's got a fold-down leg. It's it's just super neat. And so It's fairly camp, spacious. I mean, it's it is. It's, like it's a good size table. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two people could comfortably eat off the yeah. table. So um, that goes to my, my camp kitchen setup. I totally miscategorized that. My bad. Um, but comfort. So... In addition to my sleeping, my eating, um, here are some other items. Ooh, I went a little bit over budget, but that's okay. Um, that I want to bring with me the Oztent King Kokoda camping chair, mm. which is a solid camping chair. Um, we have two of them here. We use them on almost every single trip we go on. And once I've used it the first time, I was like, I, "This is that's a fall asleep next to the campfire chair." Yeah, it is solid. 
It's not going to wear on you. It's got, instead of the plastic, or not plastic, but fabric armrests on it, it's solid plastic armrests. It all folds up nice and neat mm. and tight. Um, and so it the, weighs like, what, it's, 16 it's pounds? It's pretty light, and yeah. It is a moose of a chair. So I've got my chair so I can sit and enjoy the time around the fire. I've got, um, this one's a big one for me. So I, I actually used to be an EMT, um, and... First aid is always crucial for me, especially now that I got a family. And, sure. You know, I got two little ones running around. Um, Boo boos happen. Yeah, my medic makes amazing products, mm-hmm. but as just a basic budget first aid kit, knowing that I've got you know bee sting covers or any allergic reaction, um, you know, it's, there's Benadryl in there. There's all sorts of little things in there. My medic makes a solo basic first aid kit um, that's just great. It's designed for one person, mm-hmm. but it's just a great. Uh, safety net if you do get a cut or something and you just need to bandage it till you can get to a hospital or get the treatment that you actually need first aid kits i can't stress how important they are for me yep so i've got to have a first aid kit so i went with the my medic solo first aid kit um also one thing i use almost every time we go camping i find myself using a silky saw um we've got the katana boy which is huge obviously we're in budget here yeah so I, i scaled down to the big boy um, and the last but not least thing, so obviously the silky saw is going to be, you know, cutting wood, cutting right. things out of the way. If I get to a trailhead that something's in the way, you know, that's going to that help me out. But also firewood, stuff like that. Um, silky saw is the way to go. Lastly, on my list is the Max Tracks Minis. Ooh. That's a wild card. I know it's a total wild card, and it's 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 really that's, st- that's almost cheating. It's like stereotypical too, and <laughs> I, I hate to do it because every everybody that isn't into overlanding is always like you know makes the joke about if you don't have max tracks, you're not an overlander or whatever it may be. But I can tell you this: the max tracks have gotten me out of more pickles than I can think of. Um, perfect example: me and our video guy, the guy that's behind the camera right now, went out and did some footage in Moab, and he showed up in his giant, uh, sweet van, <laughs> his two-wheel drive, and we're just on like this flat sand. It's like not that bad. And next thing you know, all of a sudden, he's just. I'm like, why isn't he moving? And his back <laughs> wheels are just spinning. And I'm like, oh man, we got to set up like a winch cable. Like, how am I going to get this guy out of right. here? He's like, he hopped out and he's like, Hey, can I borrow your max tracks? We put the max tracks under and he drove out. Like, I mean, it was, it was that simple. Sure. I mean, two wheel drive van, they got stuck. It was a heavy van, fully built. Right. um, And the max tracks just, that's, that's a common thing. I mean, totally. You're going to be overlanding. You're going to explore new areas. Who knows what you're going to run into. And that's why I have them on my list. Cause from the area we live in from snow to rain, to mud, to sand. Yeah. If you don't have a winch, if you're just getting into this, you know, overlanding thing and you want to go out, recovery is important because there's, you're going to want to take your rig in places you've never taken it before. Right. Sure. And you're going to want to get to those cool spots that you've never been able to go. Or maybe a friend told you about, I went here and you want to get there. You show up and there's an obstacle or there's something that you get stuck in. The max tracks just give you that added traction to either back up or go right. forward. It may not get you further down the trail, but totally. at least it'll get you out of the and, and I don't recommend the minis for a vehicle, but on a budget, like that, that's a good way to go. If right. you don't have a winch, if you don't have that recovery gear, it's just a perfect added protection um, to get yourself out of that pickle. So that's my whole list. With all those comfort things, I come to a grand total of $1,615.96. So I went a little bit over budget. Um but I had to throw the Max Tracks on there because 
if you, if you want to get your foot into overlanding, if you want to do these camping explorations, and if you're totally new to the the scene, you give yourself a fighting chance if something bad happens. Yes, you've got to have some sort of recovery gear. So those Max Tracks put me over my budget, but I think it's worth it. Um, we, we could split that a little bit into the vehicle budget. So totally. You know, it's, so that's it's that's my that's my fifteen hundred dollar camp kitchen comfort overlanding i just got started gear that's what i would that's what i'd go with so this weekend you take that gear and go out i would i do it 10 weekends in a row nice yes i've done it before um obviously i've got a rooftop tent so my sleeping arrangements are a little bit different sure. but i have slept in the the jet bunker before right. on on is it's it's going back to our point this is a way to get your foot in the door and once you have these things you will always use them mm-hmm if you're going out on a solo weekend, you might not want to take the time to set up your rooftop tent Absolutely. so you can throw up the jet bunker. Mm-hmm. And when you wake up, hop in your truck and drive away. You don't right. have to close your rooftop tent. So, Perfect. Um, yeah, that's what I got. What do you got? All right. Uh, th- th- some similar things, uh, a little bit more base camp. So, uh, like you, I have a Silky. I went with the Gomboy. Oh, okay. A little bit smaller. A little bit smaller, a little bit more portable. Those so, Silky saws are incredibly they sharp. They chew through everything. They really do. Yeah, big They're fan impressive. of them. Um, I personally have a 240, a 270, um, and a couple, and then a pocket boy, yeah, um, which is great just for hiking. You so. need a saw, silky saw is the way to go. Yeah, for and sure. they're super cheap and for what they do. Every single one of them collapses. Yeah, folds up. Folding saw. Yeah. So for 50 bucks, you can process wood. Oh, yeah. I and mean, we're not trying to be Paul Bunyan out here. We're trying to start a campfire. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. So, um, Agree with you on the silky saws. Love it. All right, paracord, because oh, yeah. you can always use paracord. Hang yeah. something up, patch something for eight bucks, throw paracord in there. Um, something you didn't cover on your list. I've got a cooler. I've got a Grizzly 20. Oh, man. Because I like I cold beer. Food. Oh, man. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> you can see there's a slight oh, I'm theme with way mine. over budget now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, starting out on the budget, I'd love to have a fridge freezer. That would yeah. be super awesome. But that, that <laughs> would not be the fit. budget. It's not going to fit into it's like the like we're going to eat ramen minute. next to the in the parking lot. So. Yeah. I'm the guy um, I'm the guy eating <laughs> beans out of a can. <laughs> but okay, Grizzly 20, high quality. Uh, oh, Grizzly coolers are the way to go if you right. need a cooler. High quality, yeah. keeps it, you can do the ice challenge and all super that stuff. Super cost effective. Not a, not super expensive. I, I like them because you can use them in a lot of different ways. Oh, yeah. So they're great in marine environments. So yep. a lot of boating out here if you want to put it in the back of the vehicle. I, I chose a 20-quart because it's good for one person. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to bring a whole grocery store with me. Yep. Um, but it gives me some flexibility. I can use it for day trips with the family uh, if I want to go out on the boat or just for me if I want to go spend the weekend. You know, I Totally. So got some got some stuff there. Um, a Geiger day pack. That's a good one. So I've got a backpack to carry all my gizmos, but it also has a three three liter uh, water pack in there. Yep. So if I'm over landing, I want to go climb that mountain or go look at the river or, or whatever. I can carry the water with me, carry some other safety gear, uh, and go out and explore. Yeah, and they make a good maybe, maybe go forage for food while I can throw it in my bag. Yep. Uh, things to put in that bag. Um, headlamp. Cooking in the dark sucks. Yep. Have a headlamp. It makes it so much easier. Yep. Um, if you're gonna have that fire, have a shovel. Oh man, a UST para shovel. They're like twenty bucks. Yep. And can manage your fire safely. You know, especially if you're in government land. You know, oh yeah, they're really squash it out. That so that's also part of the reason why I went with the jerry can. So I've got extra water. You know, God forbid, you know, park ranger gets mad at me because I didn't put a fire out. And yep. 
don't be that guy. Um, let's see. You went with the big fancy chair. I went the opposite direction. I went with the ultralight aluminum chair from Camp Right. Okay. So they're, they're like the little pocket ones that folds into like the size yeah. of like a Subway sandwich. Yep. And it's good for just sitting around wherever. It's not the most comfortable, but it's a seat. Oh, yeah. So I figured with the hammock, I've got someplace I can lounge if I really want to veg out. If I just need to sit down while I'm cooking or something, that gives something to sit on that's not a wet stump. Fair enough. Uh, other things, if I'm bored, Eno Slackline. Oh, man, I don't slackline. <laughs> it's hard. I'm not very good at it, but it's challenging. It's fun. It's another activity. <laughs> that's a really good one. I didn't even think about that. It's... It's we different. do sell slack lines. We wouldn't. We're not good at them at all. <laughs> I don't I'm think. I'm not going to claim anything. I know none of us here look like we <laughs> do slack lines, but I promise you, our children and our family members do it. Uh, but yeah, we sell slack lines. Yeah, believe just, it or not, this is just a different Fun activity to do. Games. And you, if you're out camping by yourself and you don't want to slack line practice around your family, it's a good way to go, not make a fool of yourself around other people. Yeah. Right. Totally. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> Like you, I also had a medical kit. I uh, went a little bit different. Uh, Adventure Medical, Adventure First yep, Two. They got some good um, ones. It's actually good for a couple people. I like having that just in case if you really do booger something up. I'm not talking like break your leg. I'm it's like you got a big gash. You know you're gonna run through bandages. Yeah. Um, t-shirts don't always do the bill, so it's got a little bit more in there. But you know that kit starts out at like 19 bucks, so it's a good way to just have a few extra supplies on the on the less expensive side. Here are the two things I splurged on. A Goal Zero Yeti 150. Oh, dang. And a Goal Zero Lighthouse 600. Okay. So, I know we're camping. We're supposed to be one with nature, but the reality is... Oh, electricity. I'm a radio nerd. Yeah. I need my gadgets. Yeah. (laughs) And it's... Yeah. I totally... I get that. And, And there's very few campsites you go to nowadays that there's not power of some sort right and whether it's out of the vehicle itself or some sort of portable power and and a lot of times it's not to charge cell phones or do stuff like that it's to charge lighting or charge your cameras so you can mm-hmm. continue taking pictures right. or you know if you're an influencer or a youtuber you know these guys are charging all their doodads and gadgets sure and, um it, yeah but that, for that's uh, a 150, one. it's a good way to have some AC power wherever you are. Sure. I've drained my vehicle battery more times than I care to admit because I was yeah. charging something or running whatever off of it and wake up in the morning and click, click, click. If you're in the middle of nowhere, you can't be doing that. Yeah. So just like you had your safety net with that, this is kind of my safety net because I know I I'm going it. to do my electronics at totally. some point in time. So, And then the Lighthouse 600, it's a 600 lumen lantern. Yeah, that's killer. Cool. If I don't want to set up a campfire, you still want to have some light around. You don't yeah. want to be stumbling around in the dark. So I can hang it up above my hammock or put it on the table or put it on the tailgate, sure. whatever it may be. So you've got some flexibility there. So that that kind of sets up my camp. It's a little bit more on the minimalist side. There's some activity-based things on there. But. What'd your budget come to? What's your total? <laughs> $15,002.93. Okay, so, so if I'm you guys over want to sleep meal. comfortably cook anything you want even though you can't keep it cold (laughs) (laughs) follow my budget if you want to twice that no i'm just kidding no that it's it's really cool to see two completely different perspectives because i definitely went for the comfort side and i want quality i want big things um but you brought up a ton of great points with yours too um 
I mean, there's similarities there's, and differences. I mean, it, totally. And, and it, I think this shows for fifteen hundred dollars, you can do it. And you can not only do it, but you can be set up to for a, a long time. Yeah, you, know? you can take the family minivan. Yeah, and take this list either one of them and go have a fun weekend and i'm sure there's stuff in there we can cut out too um and and there's a good chance if you're even looking into overlanding you probably already have you know stuff like sleeping bags and stuff like that so like i I didn't have a knife on here yeah this is i assume people who watch this own knives yeah doesn't need to be Um, a paul hogan thing but it is just a a a jumping off point if you will for the the guy that's just kind of looking but that's awesome. Two two completely different perspectives. It's good to see. Um, I dig it. We should do a challenge where we swap lists and see how miserable we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I don't think I'd be that miserable. You sound super plush. I know, and I don't <laughs> think I could sleep in it. <laughs> I'd be I'd be eating good food though, with right? or at least food that's been preserved in a cooler. I don't know how I'm going to keep my beer. stuff cold. I totally forgot about that. It's probably one of the problems of having a roof or a fridge freezer in the back of my truck for so long that right. i just forget that how it's awesome hard to it bring is. it back to basics yeah you know really how, how how many decades was it to where we started off with literally nothing yeah you know we yep. like you said we all have sleeping bags or coolers in the garage <laughs> and <laughs> exactly. you know everybody's got something to get them started so yeah. you know be creative yeah you know, make a list see what you want to do hopefully this helped you guys out and this is again as you can see two completely different lists and this doesn't cover a fraction of our catalog. Right. So, And we're just talking about camp here. We haven't even got to the fun stuff. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. There, there's plenty of stuff there. So if you guys <laughs> are looking into getting into overlanding, getting into camping, getting into anything related to the outdoors, we've got you covered. We've got all sorts of stuff. Even like Radio said, you, you want a slack line while you're camping, give us a call. We can... We'll we laugh can, with you. We can tell you everything I know about slacklining, and I will say I'm not built for slacklining. <laughs> um, Come on, toes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, this is kind of, um, again, this is going to be a series. So that's our $1,500. I've already broke the bank here. Um, but this is our $1,500 budget overlanding build, if you will. It's not really a build because we're not talking about vehicle. This is more the camping aspect of it. But We'll do a couple more of these. Um, again, thanks for tuning in, Radio. It's good to see you on here. Always uh, fun. It's been a while since you've been on. Um, as always, tune in, offroadpowerproducts.com. Go to our YouTube channel. And if you have questions about this podcast or have requests for a future podcast, make sure you reach out to us at podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks, and guys. we will see you next time.